0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Unchained you Your Friends Podcast. On today's special guest, we have Stephanie Snyder. Did I pronounce it right, Steph? Yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. Well, Stephanie is talking to us all the way from Virginia. So springtime is coming. It's nice and warm. And Steph, tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you here.
1: Of course. I would love to. I would love to. All right. I'm just turning up my volume so I can hear you a little bit better. Okay. So I am a Navy wife, uh, mom of four beautiful babies. And yes, they all have the same father. Um, (laughs) I feel like I have to say that because they are 14, 11, six and three. So there's this age gap and people are like, so do they have the same last name? <laughs> yes. They all have the, We all have the same last names in my home. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, so I am a mama of four. They keep me incredibly busy, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I am a spiritual teacher. Um, I initially started as uh, the overjoyed mom was my first brand where I essentially helped moms get their shit together, right? In a very masculine sense, like, let me help you with time management. Let me help you, you know, kind of overcome the overwhelm with all these tips and tricks um, and sprinkling in the joy with it and all the things. And then last year, I really felt pulled to transform that into something larger. And so the opulent life brand uh, is what has been built out of that, uh, the opulent life podcast. And so it's, it's more than time management trip, trips, trips tricks and <laughs> hacks, right? I can speak. Um, it's more of the deeper work that actually makes the difference um, because you can put a Band-Aid on something, but that's not going to heal the wound, right? Um, yep. And that's what time management was. And so in the opulent life, it's more of, okay, you're overwhelmed, but why are you really overwhelmed? It's not just because you suck at time management. It's because you're not feeling worthy of free time. Mm-hmm. And so that's really the platform that I come from because that's where I was as an overwhelmed mom of two. I was making myself crazy. Um, I was obsessed with laundry. Like I thought I was going to be the one person in the world who conquered um, laundry and could, right, and could check it off. Like, you know, I love my to do list, very masculine. So I love my to do list. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be the first person in the world who just checked off laundry and was like done impossible right it's impossible unless you live in a nudist colony and I'm not signing up for that (laughs) anytime soon (laughs) so I had to it it all came to a head when one night I was putting my son to bed he was probably about seven at the time and he climbed onto his bed and I had reprimanded him for being a boy he was probably just doing a boy thing Mm um but I was overwhelmed and stressed and easily triggered by everything. And he climbed onto his bed and he looked at me and he said, nobody loves me. I should just disappear. And he said the words that I had been feeling for what felt like forever. And it was in that moment that I went, shit, I have to change this because my kids are feeling this energy. Mm -hmm. My kids, I thought I was doing a great job. Like still being the Pinterest perfect mom and showing up and being excited, isn't I was.
0: It's in in that that you know how they always perpetrate like women are supposed to like. Oh my god, yeah. you are going to have a successful business if you can juggle. Okay, being a mom, being a wife, being a sister, being a best friend. Oh, and mm-hmm. on top of that, and everybody looks so perfect on social media, and you're like, yeah, no, no, yeah,
1: stop. yeah, Why no. I was doing. This? Right. I was doing all the things that I thought I needed to do to prove that I was a good mom. Mm -hmm. Except the one thing that was actually going to make me a good mom, which was being present with my kids. And loving myself because I am the example for those four cute little kids that run around my house. So if I feel shitty about myself, they're going to feel it kids are really sensitive. As they start to grow, they lose some of that sensitivity. But when they're young, they're really sensitive to mom's energy, especially mom, because there's that attachment if you gave birth to them, right? There's, yeah. there's that energetic attachment to you. And so they're really sensitive. Um, and so my son picks up on it. He'll pick up on it now as a teenager, right? He knows when my energy shifts, and he'll give my husband a look, And be like, dad, mm, dad, don't do it, dad. Like, maybe we should go outside, dad. (laughs) Mom's about to lose it, right? And so it's interesting when you can let your kids kind of teach you those lessons, if you're open to it, right? My three-year-old, she is full feminine fury. I mean, full feminine. There is nothing masculine about that child at all. She's like, put me in the field and let me play with flowers all day long. And oh, there's a butterfly. Right. And oh, my God, there's a little bug. Right. Like she is just fully present. And so I have learned to be more present just by watching her.
0: I love that. Stephanie. You say it's like being on that moment. It's the little tiny moments. Yes. You no, know, I think from shifting that, oh, I have to, I have to be somewhere else. It feels like all the time your head is somewhere else as if it's not there in the moment. You say yeah. the kids can feel it. But um, going back to that, that perfect pitch, the perfect pictures on Instagram, on like the perfect mom on, on Pinterest, why do you think that that is the image that for such a long time it's been, it was Sold. It was being sold out there that that's what a woman's worth was measured on, you know, having been super so, superwoman. So,
1: par- so part of that is because we live in a masculine world where you're measured by your achievements, right? And so, you know, this I've been having recently with my husband and with my kids, right? My husband will come home from work and he'll say, hey, what did you do today? And I want to flip him off. <laughs> Maybe I did nothing that day. Yeah. Maybe it was just a great day because it was a great day, but I didn't accomplish anything mm-hmm. according to his ruler. But because we're in this masculine world, that's how we're being measured. Were you successful because of you accomplished X, Y, and Z, right? I can put my masculine ma- mask on all day long and I can accomplish stuff like nobody's business. But that's not where I feel at home. Now, there are times in my business where I do put that mask on because I'm like, listen, I've only got two hours. I've got to get a podcast in. I want to create some content. And so I will get into the masculine and I'll do stuff that way. But it's after I've spent time connecting to myself in the feminine because that's where I receive the inspiration. That's where I receive the downloads, the program ideas. That's where I really get to connect with my audiences in the feminine doing something right
0: but don't Um, you think that also the feminine is a part of action as well I mean we can multitask we can do tons of things at the same time the only thing that we can usually do
1: (laughs) (laughs) can you really multitask because here ready I'm gonna get on my little soapbox on multitasking okay? (laughs) okay you can technically multitask technically right but it takes you longer to multitask than it does to just do one thing at a time Of course, okay. right yeah. so I- prime example i had a client who was like oh i'm just she's like i really have to get my office in order great spend 20 minutes organizing your office and she's like well that's not going to give me enough time i have a lot to do i said that's fine do 20 minutes And then go do something else, right? And so I talked to her the next time and she said, you know, I tried to do 20 minutes, but I was really struggling with it. And I said, well, what else were you doing while you were organizing your office? And she said, well, I was drinking my coffee. And I said, well, what would you prefer to do when you're drinking your coffee? And she's like, well, I'd like to sit down and read my newspaper and just kind of wake up. And I said, that's the problem. You were trying to relax while also trying to take action. And so you were going back and forth, your brain was having a really hard time keeping on task, because you were signaling, hey, this is coffee, I want to relax, but you were also trying to organize and take action. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it's totally futile to try to do a bunch of things at once, you're way more efficient. If you just say, hey, I'm going to sit down and write this post. Okay, then I'm going to sit down and I'm going to go do this. And then when I'm done with those things, I'm going to go sit on the couch and read a book or sit in the sun or go do something that fills me back up. So, yes, I can also multitask with the best of them. But that is tiring to me.
0: No, no, I get, I get it. I get it from every sense that you said it, Stephanie, because it makes sense. Because by the time you actually sit down, because your head is still going, you're not actually enjoying that moment either. You know, there's a lot of, especially when you're running a business, it's like you think about all the things you have to do. Exactly. And then that stops you from being
1: able to be present, which is what the feminine wants to do. She Mm -hmm. just wants to be in the moment and to soak it all up. Now you can dance between the two of them while you're running a business. It's actually really powerful when you can bring both of them in, And kind of just let them dance with each other, right? Because right now, maybe you're in your masculine because you're asking the questions and you're recording the podcast and you're getting it done. But I'm in my feminine because I'm connecting with you and we're having a conversation. Mm -hmm. And so we can do both of them. But sometimes there's a space for one versus the other.
0: How did you manage to get there, though? (laughs) oh that's a great question okay so uh like so many other lessons
1: that I've learned in my life I had to crash and burn to learn this feminine exercise um because my first year in business and we talked about this a little bit before we hit record my first year in business I was so strategy driven okay if If you were to read my astrology chart, I just had one done a couple months ago, so it's totally geeked out on it, right? I am really great at the masculine stuff. I'm a Gemini, and so Mm -hmm. I can sit and get it done, and that's cool to me, right? And so I spent the first year of my business focused solely on the strategy because I knew I could get stuff done, but what happened was I wasn't enjoying it. It was a list on my phone that I had to check off and I wasn't actually connecting with people because they were just a list that I needed to check off. It was just a message that I had to send. And so it became a whole bunch of action things and I wasn't actually
0: connecting in my strategy. Can I just cut you off? Can I just ask, when you were doing those action on the masculine energy, did you feel like, okay, because you said it's like you go and you do it and you get it done. And would you feel bored after? Like, okay, that, that's done, ticked off, and now I have to find something else to motivate me to keep doing another. So always trying to find something else. So
1: it wasn't so much that it wasn't motivating to me because I'm super motivated to check off the list. It was, I didn't feel instantly fulfilled, right? Like I saw the action needing to get done for this vision that was way out there. Right. There was no tangible instant. Okay. Hey, I did that thing. And someday it might change somebody's life. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there was no, there was no belief behind the action. So to say it was, I was doing it for the sake of doing it because that's what I thought would make me successful. Mm-hmm. And then when I went into, I made no money that first year, by the way, it was like $10,000 tops, right? The second year was when I st- when I said, you know what, strategy alone didn't work. It has to be more than just the strategy, because if it was just the strategy, shoot, I would have knocked it out of the ballpark because I know how to do the strategy.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: I started to work on my mindset and my belief systems, right? Like, what was holding me up from connecting with people? Well, for women, a lot of the times we don't want to connect with people because we don't want to get hurt. We have this wall around our heart where we go, "Mm, I don't know that I want to let you in because you might hurt me because past experiences have shown me that you could hurt me if I open my heart to you. And so I had to start to believe that in order for me to help people, I had to let them in. Right. I had to let them come in. I had to let them see me a little bit more. I worked on the mindset around money, around all the limiting beliefs and the self-worth and all that stuff came up. Right. And I made a little bit more money that year. Right. I made maybe like 30, $35,000 that year. My third year was when I went, OK, I think I have finally figured it out. I'm going to do this strategy because I'm good at it. I'm going to work on my mindset because I know how to switch it into an abundant mindset very quickly. But now I'm going to bring in the spiritual side of this. I'm going to start to follow my intuition and my soul nudges and and what guidance and, and the joy that fills me up. Because the thing is, if you're following joy, and this is what I teach my clients to do a lot. If you're following joy, that's in alignment and that's going to start you to move faster and faster and faster. If you're following the joy, it has to be real joy. It can't be the fake social media highlight (laughs) real joy, right? Like something that really excites you. And so for me, part of my strategy now, I call it my soulful strategy and I teach my clients how to connect to theirs. Part of my soulful strategy is podcast interviews podcast interviews, Facebook lives, uh, Instagram lives, any way where people can actually see me, Mm -hmm. I love, love it. It lights me up. My full personality comes out, right? And so that's where I (laughs) hang out, right? That's where I hang out. Yeah. Uh So I can write the post all day long. I'm really great at writing. Um, But I really love to show up in the podcast world it lights me up. It brings me excitement. And so that's where people are going to be attracted to me because I'm in that joy vibration. Mm -hmm. So when you bring in these spiritual practices of the law of least effort, the the, um, spiritual law of giving and receiving, when you start to incorporate that into your strategy and your mindset already, then it just goes through the roof. The third year in my business, I freaking crushed it. I hit six figures, like nothing. Yay. Yes. And so it was. (laughs) And that was those three (laughs) elements coming together. And so that's what I teach my clients, right? Like most of my clients come in knowing how to do the strategy right? They know how to sit themselves down and get the work done. But what they struggle with is finding the joy in it, because they're going through the motions. They're saying, well, so and so was successful with this strategy. So if I just copy that strategy, then I'll be successful.
0: Well, we get a lot it's of that as well. That's, that's a, a lot. That's a lot of we yeah. consume on social media. This is a secret formula. This is a secret right. too. And you're right. like, okay, no, let's, as you yeah, say, you bring the spiritual part and you combine all together. No. And you're like, yeah, okay. I'm and gonna the, take and the that's little bit that works for me. Okay, exact.
1: I love that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And the spiritual part of that too doesn't even it, it doesn't mean you have to sit down and read a Bible. Okay, yeah. I cannot quote scripture to save my life. Just Throwing that out there for you all. But what I do is I trust the hunches and the nudges and the intuitive hits that I receive. And I follow those. And that's the spiritual side of it because that's the divine guidance coming through. Um, I just shared a post on this this morning and it was, um, you know, I can't sit and meditate. Sitting and meditating is very masculine because the masculine finds bliss in doing nothing. Right For the feminine, I cannot sit and meditate, I can't. And I used to beat myself up for being broken that I couldn't meditate. Oh. But the feminine doesn't wanna sit and meditate. Right? I'll, go out, for, oh go, a I'll go out for I'll go out for a run I'll go for a walk i'll i'll Thank hang you. out with my pets I'll have a conversation with my kids mm-hmm. I'll go for a bike ride I'll go for a swim like moving I'll have a dance party right any way that i can move and feel my body that's how I meditate that's mm-hmm. where I get the inspiration and the downloads and the divine connects with me yes I can connect to the vine in the bathtub but even that's like, okay, I've been in the bathtub for 11 minutes. Next.
0: Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm the same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm absolutely the same. I don't get those people that sit in the bathtub forever with a glass of wine yeah. and stuff. Oh. And I'm like, okay, if I have a book, cold, my fingers yes. are getting ring balls.
1: <laughs> if I have
0: a, a book, I can yeah. right. But a lot of
1: the times I'll go into the bathtub just because of the silence. Yeah. And so all and the water is very grounding. So when I feel myself start to spin, I'll, I'll intentionally get in the tub to ground myself. Mm -hmm. And I do some breathing exercises. And then it doesn't take long for me to start to receive the divine messages. Um, But then I'm like grabbing a notebook, like trying to write it all out. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. You said as in, as in like the meditation part, because as you, as you like, I struggle for a long time and I'm like, I went to yoga. I love doing yoga, but it has to be really hardcore. Like I have to be doing exercises. Yeah, if, no, it has to be
1: hot yoga for me. Yeah,
0: if I have It to can't just be. Yeah. Minutes, uh-uh. I'm, like,
1: I'm out of here. No, <laughs> I'm done. no. Yeah. It has to be hot yoga. Cause I have to sweat. Otherwise yeah. It feels useless to me.
0: Yeah. No, no. I'm not the same. <laughs> so the same yeah. thing happened with meditation. And I would try to. And every time I, I used to go to a yoga class and at the end we'll do a meditation. The next thing I know, I was snoring, snoring. Yes. And yeah. I'm like, I can't. It's just one of those things that as you, yeah. I would go for a run. I would go for at least five, ten minutes. And that yeah. was my way of like, okay, now I'm grounded again. I'm okay. You
1: yeah. Know? Yeah. And I do, um, a lot of the work that I do on myself is in the dream state. Um, so I've been studying on how to use the dream state to, uh, Basically, level you up, right? Because shoot, if I can use the dream state, I'm going to sleep all day long, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, before I go to bed, I will intend, I'll set an intention for that dream state, and then I've been using my runs to make sense of those dreams. So I'll I'll start to peel it back and pull it apart, and it's really interesting. Um, like one dream that's just coming through right now is I had this dream one night that my children were kidnapped right like i like woke up in sweats because my children had been kidnapped but in part of that dream i helped somebody else find their child even though i couldn't find my kids i knew that by helping that person find their child i was closer to finding my child right ties into your inner child Mm -hmm. And that when I help my clients find their inner child, I find more of my inner child. And so I was like, oh, man,
0: that's good.
1: Right. (laughs) But I could I would have never figured that out sitting there in a meditative state. But it was why I was running. I was like,
0: oh, yeah, putting the pieces together. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's for anybody who thinks, like, okay, I can't meditate. You think you're doing something wrong. You're not. It's just. No, it's you're not broken. Everybody. Yeah,
1: it's- nope. It's not. It's just, it's just one yeah. of those things. <laughs> right. Your soul is very unique, and so are all of the ways yeah, that you do things.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And same as the strategies. If it doesn't work for you, and you, same try, as them, the you strategy. try them, and you're like, oh, this is not for me. I'm done. Okay. Right. I'm done. Right. Yeah. No, yes. you said it, but I was talking to someone yesterday, and it's the same. I was like, oh my God, I love doing lives. I was like, if I can stand there and talk. <laughs> you know yes. i'm a writer yeah. as well but i'm like i love showing up and doing those kind of things it just i think it brings a different energy and for some people it's just different they rather sit down yeah. and write and they put all the heart into writing so you no know, it's just trying it out and see what but works. on the
1: flip side too right i was scared the first time i did a facebook live like straight terrified <laughs> But what happened was I went into it and was like, shoot, chances of anybody showing up on this Facebook Live are like zero. <laughs> so we're just going to wing it, right? And and to be honest with you, I have Facebook Lives where I'm like, oh, shoot, there's something in my tooth. Hold on a minute. And people are like, what? Uh, I'm like, sorry, <laughs> Sorry. Right. It happened. <laughs> happened. Like I caught it. I got to get it out now because that's all I can see. Oh my
0: God. I get those ones with Instagram all the time. Like you try to go live yeah. and then it's like you're doing whatever, scratching your ear, like right. your nose. Right. Or like oh I, gosh, have, I have,
1: yeah, I have other videos where like my kids are trying to army crawl, like through my office and you can see like a butt in the air because my office, I don't have doors to my office. It's like a landing space on the stairwell. And so you'll see like family members, like army crawl their way through my Facebook lives. I'm like, well, what are you going to do?
0: Part of the business. Part of the business. Yeah. You got to just roll with it. Thank you so much, Sunshine. It's been so insightful. Like I love, I love this kind of conversations, you know, like being able to Work on that overwhelm, especially with people who are, like I said, a year in business and they're like, ah, and you broke it down yeah. so good. and am like, this is the first year, second year, and this is the third yes. year. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, for anybody who's starting, is that know that it's just, you said it before, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, and you do it, yeah. you do it at your own pace.
1: Yeah. Let me give you one last little bit of advice for the first year business owner. So I know for me, when I initially started my business, I had all these mentors that were working 60, 80, 90s hours a week, right. To grow their business, right. That leads to burnout by the way. Mm -hmm. But as a mom, that was never feasible for me. There was no way on God's green earth that I could work that many hours and still stay on top of my household things. And so what I did, and this is a method that I use with my clients, I call it the honest time assessment and people hate it. It makes them cringe, but it's really powerful. And so what you do is you say, okay, realistically, for me to be able to stay on top of all of these other things, I have X amount of hours per week, right? Mm -hmm. And this is the masculine side of it. But when you're in strategy, you need the masculine kind of boundaries And so I'll say to them, okay, well, how many hours do you want to work? Want to. Not how many hours do you think you have to. How many hours do you want to work a week? And usually people will go, well, 30. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Nobody wants to work 30 hours a week, even when it's what they love, right? (laughs) And so I'll say, okay, well, 30 hours feels like a lot. Does that give you time to still do the things you want to do and still be present for all the other responsibilities that you have and then they go well actually I'd kind of like to just work 20. Yes most of us would love to just work part-time if we're being totally honest with ourselves right so then you have that 20 hours and you go okay if I only have 20 hours a week where do I want to put those hours for me it was the nap time hustle because my kids were babies when I started my business they were 11 7 three, and a newborn. So I worked the naptime hustle. So that meant Monday through Friday, I had two naps a day, morning nap, afternoon nap. That gave me 20 hours tops. But then I went, oh, shit. I don't really want to work the full 20 hours that my kids are sleeping. I'd like some time to myself
0: for yourself. Yeah, of course. I
1: need some time to go grocery shopping. I need some time to clean the house because the weekends that doesn't work because all the children are all over the place. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I cut it down and I cut it down to about 12 hours. There were 12 hours that I designated solely for work. And then I said, okay, well to do that, then I'll say, well, I need some of that time to work with clients and some of it to market, So I cut it in half again. And I said, all right, I have five to seven hours a week that I can actually market. That gives me five to seven hours a week that I can work with clients. And so I got my marketing down to one hour a day. And because I started that way, right? (laughs) Because I started that way, then when I was making six figures, it wasn't, Well, shoot, where am I going to fit that in the day? Because I had already said one hour a day is for marketing. The rest of it is going to be for client calls, for group calls, for whatever it is, right? Um, For content, for other kinds of content creation. And so one hour a day marketing is what I did. So when I sat down in front of my computer, you can bet your butt that there was no Facebook scrolling. There was no, let me check my phone and see what time it is every four seconds, Right. I sat down and I said, I need to create a post. I need to get visible. I need to connect with some people. And so how can I do that the best way possible? And some days I only worked an hour because I didn't have any clients at the beginning of the time. Yeah. But at least I wasn't spending 10 hours a day making a hundred dollars a week.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Yep. And so that was what started to get the ball rolling. Because I said, nope, this is the time that I have. I've got to get that work done. And then I could go do whatever it was I wanted to do.
0: But it's good to know that from the beginning. Yes. Having to set up that in the beginning. Because a lot of people think like once you hit six, seven figures, that's when you have to work harder or hire a shit ton of people. And sometimes you don't need, like you have like three, four good people on your team that, okay, they all have a task and they don't know what they're doing plus your work you know that's all you need it's not like that's very important like well you had the crush and burn and so did I so that's when you learn and you're like yes
1: yes so you yeah I had to learn it that way um but I'll tell you what when I started to grow my business around my time it became more enjoyable yeah and I hit my income goals faster because I actually got to live life and I wasn't dreading sitting behind the computer all day. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Shoot, I've got two hours. I'm gonna have so much fun
0: doing this, and then I'm gonna go exactly. do all the other things." Yeah, the two hours that you're doing and you're giving your whole lot. Yeah, well, that's and yeah. that's the best way to do it. It was like it's interesting because I was just doing my boss. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna change," you know, my weekly schedule, and I'm like, "Shit, that's about an hour. It's about an hour and a half." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. am i getting it right <laughs> i'm like oh, you actually are and, you know it's just like tuesday and thursdays that i do the podcast and i do like I'm, yeah. i spend time but i'm spending time learning and like having conversation with people so i'm like okay but yeah. uh well yeah. and
1: there were there were some days you know there were some days like today my marketing is a little bit longer because i'm doing this podcast recording mm-hmm. and i recorded recorded my own podcast but i don't work on mon- on saturdays and sundays Yay. I just don't. It's not worth the effort. And I get distracted by children and then I get annoyed that they've distracted me, but they're home. Yeah. So it. It just, you don't have to make it more complicated than it already is, right? If you're not getting, and this is what I've talked to, you know, because I've coached moms who are just out starting their businesses. You can, if you're really, really pressed for time, you can market in 10 minutes. 10 minutes you can show up in a couple Facebook groups, you can answer a few questions, you can have a conversation with somebody on Facebook, on Messenger, you can post. If you're really pressed for time, you can Mm -hmm. do it in 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, some days, a little TMI, some days it was me locking myself in the bathroom for five minutes Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) just to be
1: visible, (laughs) right?
0: Just do a little work, okay. I yeah. was gonna say, like, before we wrap up, what would you tell someone who's just starting their business? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like I knew. It's like I knew. Right? She knew it already. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, really, if you're super pressed for time, you can show up in your business for ten minutes, right? That was me when I was first starting my fitness journey. I hated doing 30 minutes and so I would say listen I'm going to show up for 10 minutes and you know what 10 minutes into it I was like oh actually I'm feeling pretty good I'll make it to 20 oh I'm actually feeling really good I'm just going to finish this workout yeah so I get that you don't have an exorbitant amount of time to do things if you're struggling with showing up then it's perfectionism that's coming through
0: Um, And that's a
1: story for another day.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. So if anybody wants to get to know you, uh, reach out to you to work with you or get to know you better, where they can find you, honey? so
1: my website is under construction but that's the best place where you can get the link to the podcast to my instagram to my facebook and that's theopulentlife.com um there's going to be coming out live pretty soon but right now you just have a landing page page for my social media and my podcast um, okay, so that's perfect. the best place to go
0: and your podcast is called the same the same way the, the opulent All right, perfect. Yep. Check it out. All right, love you. So thanks again for everything. Thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. So, so great. <laughs> <laughs> lo- you know what is that? I love when people actually are honest about their business and then oh, I started my yes. business yesterday. I made like fifty grand on the first Yeah, no.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, no. oh, get out no.
0: of my podcast. Get no. out of that, my doesn't, podcast. that doesn't happen unless
1: it's like the seventh or eighth business and you've already learned all of <laughs> all those.
0: Okay, lovey. And for everybody who's listening, we'll see you next time. I'll drop all the links. Well, it's only one link, so it's easy. I'll drop it on the podcast. And if you want to, if you have any questions, want to reach out to Stephanie, You're more than welcome to do it. Lovey, thanks, thanks again. Once again, thank you. <laughs> we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> thanks for tuning in, Lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business? I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.MariaCKrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.